Welcome to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show. Did you know that over 95% of all businesses fail within the first 10 years? By listening in to what Bob's guests have to say, plus direction from Bob Pritchard himself, it's our intention that you won't be among those statistics. Now, here's your host, Bob Pritchard. Hello, world. Welcome to the 343rd episode of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show on Voice America Business Channel. And we're broadcasting in this eighth year across the world from our studio on Hollywood Boulevard in Hollywood, California. Beautiful day here today, looking out across the whole western side of the city. Absolutely beautiful. And uh, this is the place to be. A couple of weeks ago, I broadcast the show from the amazing Crypto Invest Summit at the Los Angeles Convention Center, and that attracted somewhere around 170 expert speakers and was sold out with 4,500 very enthusiastic attendees. I got some great tips. I met some fantastic people, and I learned a lot, not only about how to invest in cryptocurrency, but also tips on what it was that I should think about buying. And also learned a lot about ICOs, which is initial coin offerings, which is the most effective way today to raise funds for startups and for projects to advance social programs. I'm actually involved in an ICO that will assist to provide water and housing and education to people in Africa. And I'll give you more information about this in a few weeks. Today I'm announcing a repeat cryptocurrency blockchain and ICO summit in Los Angeles. They let me know this morning. This is the first time anybody's spoken about it. It's going to be an amazing conference. Last month's event sold out every single ticket. And the price at the end was somewhere around $1,000 a ticket. And this one will sell out also, so stay tuned for information a bit later in the show. If you buy now, you can get in for about 199 bucks, and that is about 800 under what the price will be in just a few weeks. Now, cryptocurrency is in a bit of a slump at the moment. And, you know, many people that I speak to are concerned that maybe the bubbles burst. You know, I keep hearing those things. And I wanted to give you a few points that just might allay your fears. A couple of weeks ago, crypto startup Hold hired Goldman Sachs director Priyanka Liliramani, I think, or close to that, as its new CEO. A month or so ago, Coinbase hired the head of finance at the New York Stock Exchange as Vice President of Finance. Coinbase also just hired Alexa Haas, who's the Chief Financial Officer of Oxif Capital Management, who have got $32 billion in assets under management. Blockchain Wallet hired Facebook and Google veteran Peter Wilson. Blockchain also hired Brianne Madigan, Goldman Sachs head of the wealth team with 1.5 trillion in assets under management. The chief financial officer of the Commonwealth Bank, the 12th largest bank in the world, 
just became Chief Operating Officer and President of Block One. And two weeks ago, three members of BlackRock's institutional client team launched their own crypto fund, and BlackRock's got $6.3 trillion in assets under management. So there's three, four, five, six, seven, there's 10 or 12 of the major players in banking have gone over to crypto and blockchain in the last two months. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. They're only the big guys. They're the people who are senior, senior, senior executives. And that's, that really is just the tip of the iceberg. Executives from traditional finance um, behemoths like the major banks and Goldman Sachs, they're all flocking across to blockchain and cryptocurrency projects. And it's not about pay, although the pay is pretty good. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. That's how they see it. But do you see anything about these 10 or 12 major people going across to crypto in the last couple of months? Do you see any of that in the um, mainstream media? No. Do you see it on Bloomberg? No. So why aren't the mainstream media talking about it? Could it be that they don't want people to know what's happening with blockchain and cryptocurrency. It's interesting that, you know, between about 1994 and 1995 or thereabouts, the internet went from being a curiosity to receiving serious institutional investment. And all of a sudden, wow, it took off and nobody can argue with the internet now. Now, this trend's gonna be even bigger with cryptocurrency as both financial capital and human capital leave the banking area and come into the space. And the smart money is making the jump to crypto because it sees huge opportunity. The big companies who six months ago, remember six months ago all the big companies were saying it's a fraud, it's bullshit, it's a bloody Ponzi scheme. You know, remember all that? Well, Goldman Sachs just bought Polynex Crypto Exchange, Morgan Creek bought Blockchain Investor Full Tilt Capital, Goldman Sachs has announced that it's going to open a Bitcoin trading operation, Morgan Stanley's adding cryptocurrency to its trading desk. These are all the people who two months ago, three months ago said it was all bullshit and would all fail. And all of a sudden, they're now all buying crypto exchanges and crypto investment companies and adding cryptocurrency to their trading desk. Mm. Interesting. Now, Dan Moorhead is the CEO of crypto hedge fund and investment firm Pantera Capital. Big guys just said that the cryptocurrency industry could easily go to $4 trillion. At the moment, it's nowhere near that. And $40 trillion is possible over the next few years. That's more than 100 times what it is today. So don't tell me that cryptocurrency isn't the way to invest. I mean, you know, even if you've got 
which you're not going to. But even if you get 10 times that, but even if you only got 10%, you're a damn sight better off than you are in the bank where you get 1%. And the chances of a big capital gain are huge. This year, the cryptocurrency market has stalled. You know, after reaching 20,000 in January, Bitcoin's lost more than 70%. And the overall crypto market's come down about the same, I think. And beside the, behind the scenes, traditional finance continues to pour more money and more money and more money into cryptocurrency. That seems to me that it's a signal that the opportunity in cryptocurrency is far from over. Remember, Uber is the world's largest taxi company that doesn't have any vehicles. Facebook's the world's most popular media, and yet it has no content. Airbnb is the world's largest accommodation provider, but it owns no real estate. Bitcoin is the world's biggest bank that has no actual cash. So if you've got crypto, hang tight. It's going to continue to gather steam. If you don't have crypto, what the hell are you doing? Now's the perfect time. It's flat. It's not going to go much flatter. And the only way is up. Do you get my uh, daily 30-second read business newsletter? You know, over 1.7 million business people throughout the world get my newsletter every day. And we try to keep it to just 30 seconds read every day. Sometimes it might blow out to a minute. And every day we tackle a different subject. We talk about advances in medicine to new apps to new technology. We talk about subjects like Hyperloop, autonomous cars, of course, blockchain. And today's newsletter is about how a guy in England started off with the ass out of his pants and in four months made a million dollars and has now made hundreds of millions of dollars with the world's simplest idea. So you don't have to create something. You don't have to create a new app or something that takes an IQ of 210. You just need to be practical. Now, my daily newsletter is absolutely free. Its information is invaluable. And if you don't get the newsletter, go to my website, which is bobpritchard.com, and simply enroll. If you don't like it, just tick the unsubscribe button and you'll be gone instantly. Now, we've all heard the expression that uh, a picture's worth a thousand words, even more if you're talking about video. It's an extremely powerful marketing tool and every business needs to have five kinds of videos. Online video content now makes up 80% of all internet traffic. Why? Because video increases conversion and engagement rates more than any other content. Whether you've got a, an e-commerce store or a local gym or a freelance photo business, Adding a video to your website can turn visitors into enthusiastic clients. If you've got a video, your visitors will stay two minutes longer on your site. If you've got five videos, 
They'll stay 10 minutes longer on your site. And Google's algorithms reward you with a better ranking page results. So you get engagement, you get conversion, and you get SEO. The magic trifecta. And it's easy. So here are five video ideas you can create with pretty much no cost. The first necessity is a testimonial video. Now, most good websites have a section dedicated to testimonials, usually a bit of text and maybe a photo of the person giving the testimonial. Why don't you take it to the next level by uploading testimonial videos? Think about it yourself. Seeing and hearing clients speak about their personal experience with you has got to be much more powerful. And don't leave it to improvisation because you're looking for specific aspects to be said about your brand. The interviewee should tell the audience who they are, how they found your business, and what specific value your product or service brought to them. How it improved their lives, how it saved them a whole bunch of money. How they did whatever you told them and their wife didn't and their wives didn't leave. Something that makes them want to stay. Now your video should be one to two minutes long if you talk about one customer, and maybe if you're doing three or four customers in a mush-up, it needs to be three minutes. The second important video to have is a team or a company presentation video. If you've got a bunch of people, portray your team in a vivid and, vivid and engaging way. People relate more face-to-face -face voice and name than to a product. They want to see people. They like dealing with people. So if you've got a good bunch of people, show them. And the video carries greater impact if it shows your team is unified while allowing everybody's personality to stand out. And if you operate alone, create a short film of yourself in different situations. You know, you could be giving a class, you could be meeting clients, you could be shooting pictures, you can do whatever the hell you like. But express your philosophy and show that you're real. The tone of your message should be warm, welcoming and convey your passion for your work and for your community and if you've got a sense of humor that won't hurt either and the length should be two to three minutes of course you um, want to demonstrate how to use your product or service so a demonstration video is a must so you show how efficient clever and easy to use your product is and will improve your conversion rates. Visitors are 64% more likely to buy a product online after watching a video. Give the stats to convince the viewer. Tell them the dimensions of price, the return on investment, whatever the hell it is. And don't hesitate to show why your product is better than the competition. Yeah, mine's great because it does this. This is the competition and they suck because they don't. And this video should be one to two minutes long. Facebook Live. Now, that's another great way to interact with your potential consumer. And there's absolutely no limitation for a Facebook Live. You can go for a tour of your offices. You can have a question and answer session. You can have sneak peeks at your next product. And the more unusual your live is, the higher your chances are that it will stand out. Now, Live's a great forum to interact with your customers. So invite, comment, and make sure you answer all of, the all of the questions you're asked. Before going live, don't forget to shape a nice caption 
that's the description that just goes above the video to optimize your chances of having real viewers. As for the length, the longer, the better, as long as it's interesting. Now, the fifth video that every business should have on their site is a blog. A blog establishes you as an expert, grows a loyal community, and it boosts your website's SEO. Analyze the trends of your market and give valuable tips to your community. And you promote your offer along the way. Most of the time, vloggers, which stands for video bloggers, film themselves in a closed room using their phone or computer camera. And you can do some editing and add animations, text, music, a whole bunch more. You can do almost anything with it. And a blog video shouldn't be less than two minutes long, nor more than 10 minutes. Shoot your videos regularly, once a week, once every two weeks, once a month, but make sure you continue to change them. Now, what do you reckon? I reckon almost every parent on the planet has said to their kid, now listen, sitting at home playing video games all day long will not get you anywhere in life. How many parents have said that? I'll bet all of you. Well, Swedish superstar, PewDiePie, he's an internet superstar, his parents said that to him. Stop using video games, it'll get you nowhere. Well, PewDiePie's now YouTube's biggest star. He's got 62 million subscribers and his total views, listen to this, PewDiePie's total views are 17 billion with a B. Two and a half times the number of people on the planet. Woo! And PewDiePie makes 12 million smackers a year. So people don't always give you the best advice, even if they're experts. 20 years ago, I remember I uh, had to make an impromptu presentation at an event. And when I finished, Ron Tacky, who was a veteran American speaker and a really big deal, told me that I didn't have the talent to be a speaker. So don't even think about it. Luckily, I didn't take any notice. And now over 2,000 speeches and a hell of a lot of income and book sales later, speaking's really made a difference to my life. So don't listen to the dream takers. Somebody tells you you can't do something, go and do it. Push the envelope. Now, the other day I came across an interview on YouTube where Chris Dunn interviewed Tim Draper. Now, Tim's a legendary Silicon Valley venture capitalist. Think about Tesla and Hotmail and Skype for starters. And Tim's a major Bitcoin investor and Bitcoin enthusiast. This is a great interview, so I thought I'd play it for you today. Chris Dunn is the founder of Skill Incubator, a company that teaches valuable skills to help people thrive in today's economy. He's an active investor in education and financial startups. He's got a bunch of um, interviews on YouTube, so look up Chris Dunn. They're great. And incidentally, Tim has a fantastic one-week blockchain course at Draper University in Silicon Valley. This year's gone, and there's still some vacancies available for 2019. I think it's about 10 grand, So, but it's well worth it. Tim is unbelievable. Now, Tim recently made a Bitcoin price prediction of $250,000 per coin. 
by 2022. And he believes that Bitcoin will be bigger than Tesla, Hotmail and Skype combined. And the scale importance of Bitcoin and the technology behind it is bigger than the Iron Age, the Renaissance, and it's bigger than the whole Industrial Revolution. Whoa, that's pretty big praise indeed. During today's interview, Tim explains his vision for how blockchain technology is going to change everything. He discusses how governments are responding to blockchain and which ones will survive in the future, why light touch regulation is the best option for governments, what Tim looks for to make an investment in an ICO or traditional startup, and his best advice for new entrepreneurs and investors in the crypto space. This interview by Tim Dunn, Chris Dunn, is a great interview. Now, I'll be back with Chris Dunn and Trim Day, Tim Draper. After this short break of the Bob Pritchard radio show being broadcast across the world this week from our studio on Hollywood Boulevard in Hollywood, California, where technology meets entertainment. Do you want your business to achieve results you never thought possible? Bob Pritchard is recognized as the business leader's advisor and has 30 years of experience as a straight-talking troubleshooter for Fortune 500 companies and SMEs across the world. Whether you need a checkup across all departments of your business or simply want to improve marketing, advertising, performance measurement, or some other area, Bob Pritchard will work his magic so you can blow away your competition. Bob Pritchard is also one of the most in-demand speakers in the world. Over 1,500 clients on five continents and countless standing ovations are a testament to how he changes the fortunes of business. Pick up Bob's new book, Kick-Ass Business and Marketing Secrets, at your nearest bookstore or visit Bob's website at www.bobpritchard.com. Remember, if you want to be successful, call Bob Pritchard now. Worldwide phone numbers and more information can be found at bobpritchard.com. You are listening to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show. To connect with Bob, please send an email to bob at bobpritchard.com. That's bob at bobpritchard.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, in this episode, we're going to be jumping over to an interview that I just did with Tim Draper. Now, if you don't know who Tim is, he's not only one of the world's most prominent venture capitalists making early investments in things like Hotmail, Skype, Tesla, uh, but he's also a huge fan and driving force of blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies. So over the past month or two, as cryptocurrencies have been in this bear market, I've actually been doing a bit of traveling and been making investments in new startups and companies that are raising additional rounds. So I plan on doing some videos in the near future showing you what I'm investing in and where I think certain markets are headed. Uh, but in this episode, I'm really excited to just share a few minutes of a conversation that I had with Tim out at his offices in Silicon Valley, where I spent a week at the Draper offices 
is um, because Tim put on his first ever uh, basically week-long blockchain conference that was really geared towards um, corporate executives. And there were people from the U.S., China, um, really all over the world. And uh, Tim was basically teaching them how to incorporate blockchain technology into their existing business models, which I, I think is just really exciting. So in this interview, we talk about the future of blockchain tech technology um, and how governments are changing and how Tim thinks that governments are actually going to have to compete now for mental capital, for real capital, and how things are, we're just in a really pivotal moment in time. And we'll talk about current regulations, ICOs, and Tim has um, some very strong opinions about uh, regulations and where he thinks that's going to head. And he's also gives a little bit of advice to uh, entrepreneurs and investors in this space. So without further ado, let's jump right over to it. Well, what is it that just keeps you up every day or gets you up excited? Well, I, right now, the thing that's really driving me is Bitcoin and the blockchain because of what it can do for society. All of a sudden, geographic borders are disappearing. Yeah. And, uh, and there's this new concept that I've been playing with, and that is that, that governments have kind of two purposes. One's terrestrial-based, where there are borders, and one is virtual, where there are not borders. And, uh, and business is really out there in the virtual space. And the terrestrial thing is like, where are you going to build a building? Where's the highway coming through? That kind of thing. And people have to sort of help plan that. And the society, the local people who live there are, um, are going to want to have a hand in that. But, but a lot of governments is like safety and insurance and that kind of thing. And you can do all your medical insurance on the blockchain. You can do, in fact, a big part of your health care could be done with data on the blockchain. Your, uh, your uh, social security, your welfare, your, uh, all of these kind of insurance safety things are better done on the blockchain because the blockchain is fair, honest, incorruptible. Um, it has hundreds of thousands of people watching over it, yeah. or computers watching over it, but people behind those computers. It, uh, and it's, um, it's a much safer, more secure, and, uh, and it keeps a perfect ledger. So I see a whole bunch of government governments out there deciding, hey, we're going to just do the virtual part of governing, and we're going to cross border with it so people, people can pick and choose which of us they want to govern. That is such a wild concept, right? And, and, so you, and that's what gets me up in the morning. That's the thing. So that's the future. That's where you see the world going. So you, you, could, you could get your health insurance from Switzerland and your Medicare you from over here. You bet. Yeah, that's, and that's you such put a your pension on the, you know, in South America, in Chile. Yeah. You can do the, yeah. And all of that. And um, each government then now has an interesting opportunity, and particularly the small governments who are kind of going, hey, what can we do? How do we attract the ICOs or the businesses or whatever? Yeah. Um, some of the big governments are pushing them away. China, China. pushing people away. Yeah. Japan is pulling people in. Yeah. So I noticed there's a lot of people from China here at your blockchain. And they, you oh, yeah. They're absolutely. looking to move to Japan or move their or business here. or here. Yeah. 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 Or, and, and some of these little countries 
are very aware of this because Switzerland was the center of all ICOs, right? Mm -hmm. And they had the tiger by the tail. And then they got all bureaucratic and heavy-handed. And then people said, well, let's do it in Singapore. Yeah. And they did it in Singapore. And then Singapore started to get a little too bureaucratic. And then they say, well, let's do Cayman or Gibraltar or whatever. And so governments have to realize now that at least at the virtual level, they're in competition for us. Yeah. And it makes what a, a big difference. It switches the whole game. Yeah. You know, way back when, I remember, I'm old enough to remember when the government, the U.S. government used to say, well, how do we make your life better? What can I do to improve your work life, your environment, your house, your, how, how do we make it better? And uh, I haven't heard that for 25 years. Yeah. It's just that it, things feel like they're getting really heavy handed here. Yeah. And I know. And everybody know. runs scared. And if, if, think about the way, this is the way regulation works. If they, they, they regulate you and they say, okay, you can't use your right arm. Then they regulate you and say, you can't use your left arm. And then you're kind of eating with your feet. Yeah. Then they say, you can't use your feet. And suddenly, you can't feed yourself. And so regulations are that kind of thing where a, these heavy-handed governments say, turn people, in effect, into slaves yeah. because they're trapped in this bad environment as opposed to a free government that says, go out, make a life for yourself, see, see if we can help you, what can we do to make your life better? And those are the governments that win. That's China for the last 40 or 50 years under Deng Xiaoping. Mm -hmm. China said, he said, some of us will get rich first. We're gonna open our markets. We're gonna do all these things to make you free. China responded like beautifully and the place grew and they're one of the wealthy countries now. They were one of the poorest in the world. Now they're one of the wealthy countries. And now they're banning. And then suddenly they got this guy in there who says, no, we're gonna ban ICOs and we're banning Bitcoin and we're trying that. And he's going to lose everybody. And then Korea was pretty interesting. First, they followed China's suit, and they said, okay, we're going to ban it. Mm -hmm. And then they got 250,000 letters yeah. saying, hey, 40% of your population has a Bitcoin wallet. Do you really want to make, make all those people mad? Yeah. And, uh, and Korea backed off. And, so and I think that that... that forced accountability or that, that forced competition is um, going to create better governance all around the world. Yeah. And here in the U.S., I mean, you've got the SEC calling crypto securities, the CFTC calling it commodities. And, you know, it, as an investor and entrepreneur myself and an educator in the space, I'm, I'm going, I don't know what rules to follow or what I can and can't do. And I know. It's they're, they're tying out. that hand and they're tying that hand. We'll see. I look at these, these regulators as the way um, people might look at doctors. A doctor says he's an oncologist, so he says everything he sees is cancer. So, you know, you come in with a bad knee and he goes, well, it's got to be a cancer. You know, <laughs> yeah. instead of like, the, you know, better for a, a whatever the bone doctors are. Yeah. So, and if it's a bone doctor, all he sees is a bone problem. Right. Or if he's a surgeon, all he does is want to cut. Yeah. And if he's a if he's a pharma company, all he wants to do is feed you drugs. So the same thing with regulators. They say, oh, well, it's got to be a currency because I'm a currency regulator. Oh, no, it's got to be a security because I'm a security regulator. 
and you know, it's gotta be housing because I'm a housing regulator. They're all gonna come up with things saying, hey, I, I need to justify why I'm here. Yeah. But if they're really smart, they'll lay off because they laid off the internet and it became the darling of the American population. It, yeah. became, uh, it, it transformed them. Information, communications, uh, entertainment, gaming, transform all of these industries. Well, Bitcoin and blockchain has the potential to transform real estate, insurance, healthcare, government itself, finance, our business, venture capital. This could change everything. So if that's the case, you know, light touch. Yeah. Like, what advice would you give to somebody that was trying to do an ICO in the States? Or would you say, hey, don't do it here. Go somewhere else. Yeah, right now, you've got such a dark cloud hanging over you. It would be very difficult to do it here yeah. in the U.S. Yeah. Although, you know, maybe what you do is you go and you try to apply for the SEC because maybe then they're going to start um, relating a little better, understanding a little better how important it is. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's really important to educate people who want to buy coins that what they're buying is the future of society. What It's like Kickstarter for societal transformation. That's, That's the way I look, look yeah. at it. It's like you do a coin so that it grows a network and it becomes more of a powerful thing. Yeah. And I think that that's where you get um, you you get all the juice. And and when you say it's a Ponzi or whatever, I, I look and I say, well, I, I don't know because there's an entrepreneur behind it. And what is that entrepreneur uh, trying to accomplish? Yeah. And if that entrepreneur is trying to accomplish a society of whatever, uh, then. This is an opportunity for somebody to buy that coin and say, I want that society. Yeah, voting with your capital. And, and, and I assume the coin works, so it's a coin. Yeah. And people can do what they want. Yeah. I, I do uh, want you know anybody who's going to buy coins to really think through who's behind it, who started it, yeah. you know, that kind of thing, because then they'll be they'll probably get behind the coins that'll make a bigger impact. Yeah. I, I don't believe that they're as appropriate to like just jump in because it's going up. Yeah, and that's careful. the mentality I, of a lot of people. I'd be right? careful of that because yeah. it's gonna go up, it's gonna go down. We are gonna see big waves. When you see this kind of a big transformation of the world, you're gonna see big ups and big oh, yeah. downs and the world's yeah. going to change in a big It's way. interesting. Every time the bubble pops, right, everybody freaks out, sells the bottom. Once it ramps back up, they want to chase and buy the highs. But um, over time... Well, I want everybody out there to feel like, hey, I'm responsible. If it drops, it's on me. Yeah. If it goes up, it's on me. Absolutely. And Man. so uh, so just feel like, don't, don't feel like, hey, I'm doing it because of this. I mean, ideally learn what the entrepreneur is trying to do. Maybe get to know the entrepreneur yeah. before you start buying that coin. And then, you know, if you're really a believer uh, and it's a movement, I think a movement is important. Oh, yeah. If the it has some sort of a movement, yeah. then, uh, then it's important. So, I, you know, there's, a, there's an eco coin. And so it's like for people who are in the ecology and then there's a, 
a coin for uh, for new forms of governance, and then there's a, a coin for then there's Bitcoin, the standard of everything, and then there's the there's Ethereum, and then Tezos, which are both going after smart contracts. So they all will have their own personality. It's good to have a little good technology behind each one, too, yeah. because then then they will differentiate from all the other coins out there. So how do you do that? I'm sure you get pitched every day. I know my inbox is flooded with ICO pitches. How do you decipher or filter? Well, I have a good team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, but we are, uh, that's how I, that's what I look for. I look for people who have great technology, a great drive, and uh, and those are the ones I get behind. And, and it's, it's only a handful relative to the hundreds and hundreds of coins that we have been offered to participate. Yeah, a lot of so, vaporware out there. Yeah. Well, they call it va- that's the old word for software that didn't do anything, but but it's not that. They are all coins. Mm-hmm. I mean, I assume they all work. It's not that hard to build a coin. You can build a coin today. Yeah. If you just want it. Well, the problem is the people that raise money and never actually build anything, right? And and just disappear. I think that's what happened in Vietnam. Is they took six hundred million dollars and just went poof, just left. So I. Ooh. Yeah, you yeah. got to make sure you get behind really real good, honorable people yeah. who have a mission. If you feel that mission, then you, then it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, then I feel like it's worth doing, and I've only fi- felt the mission a handful of times for all the you know, hundreds and hundreds of uh, opportunities I've seen. So, uh, yeah, so buyer beware, caveat emptor. Yeah, I, I think the better we as a, a crypto community do at educating people the right way to invest and, and how to spot scams and how to spot real projects and, and real passion and real movements, um, that's going to allow us, as smaller entrepreneurs, freedom and hopefully keep the regulators off our backs. Yeah, but I think that it's it's interesting since this isn't really a security. It's not really stock. Mm-hmm. It's not really a nonprofit. It's something else. Yeah. I feel like it's, and usually it is like two girls and a dog or two guys and a cat. It's not usually a lot of people. And they can't afford to do all that legal work. Required to be, you know, a, a security. Yeah. It's a that's a million dollars, ten million dollars, to be a security. All that legal work. That's not appropriate for these people who are just starting coins. I think it's it would be good if our government just said, here, it's a one-page form. Yeah. Fill it out yourself. Then we're good. Yeah. I, I know some guys are working on the SAFT, you know, special agreement for future tokens and sure. trying to help us kind of self-regulate. Hopefully something comes of that. I know CoinList is, Coinlist is doing, is great doing job it. Coinlist is doing it. Some other yeah. people are doing it. Yeah. 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 So that's worth looking at. Absolutely. Any final advice for any new entrepreneurs or investors in the space? Well, as an entrepreneur, um, if you're going to create a coin, make sure that it, it has a real marketplace to it a real reason to buy it, a real reason to sell it, so that it creates a marketplace. Not just at the ICO to raise money for you and your business, but why does a user want to use that card? Why do they want it? Right. Um, Solves a real problem, right? Yeah. It's just a different way of like, like Yeah. And do I want to be a part of a community? Uh, I think those are important things. And then uh, as an investor, you're not investing. You're buying. Yeah. You're not investing in coins, right. you are buying coins, and I recommend that you look at it just that way. Right, you're not getting equity, but you're being a part of the movement. Yeah, awesome. 
Tim, thank you so much for everything you do. Great book. Everybody get. All right. Oh, yeah, get my book. Startup Hero. I should show it. It's yellow with. I don't know if I have any copies here. We got a ton of them downstairs. Okay, good. Yeah, you can take a picture. Thanks again, Tim. My pleasure. Awesome. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show. To connect with Bob, please send an email to bob at bobpritchard.com. That's bob at bobpritchard.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the Bob Pritchard Straight Talking, absolutely no bullshit business radio show on Voice America Business Network, broadcasting today from our studio on Hollywood Boulevard in Hollywood, California, and this is the place where technology meets entertainment. I love that interview. That was actually, you could tell by the noise, it was recorded actually at the Crypto Summit, so there was millions of enthusiastic crypto buyers around but um, I thought the message in it was fantastic it was a very very good interview so Chris Dunn did a fantastic job now I know all of us have probably sat there and thought in this new era how can we get rich what can we do that we can get rich on And, and preferably something that's easy right Uh, We think that we need a brilliant new app or some fantastic piece of technology. But really, it doesn't need to be complicated at all. I know I sit there and think about, what can I do? And I think about all this stuff that ends up being way too hard. And you've got to think, how the hell, once I come up with it, how the hell do I sell it to anybody? Well, let me tell you how Alex Tew, T-E-W, He's English. He went from broke and aimless to the toast of the internet in just four months. It took $50, two days of his time, and an unbelievable, simple idea. It was the get rich quick scheme that was simple and actually worked. Two was a um, misfit entrepreneur. When he was eight, he was um, flogging hand-drawn comics in the schoolyard at $5 each. And if you bought one of his comics, he'd give you a chocolate bar as a freemium. Then when he finished high school in 2002, he decided not to go to college. And uh, he went and pursued beatboxing. So he took up beatboxing pretty enthusiastically and he toured around the UK and he launched the world's first beatboxing forum. However, didn't do much good. So after a few years of very stagnant growth, he sold the site to a friend and started to think about how can I make a million dollars? Now, and he did what most people do. They say, 
Geez, if I can come up with one thing that's simple and I make a buck on each of them and I sell a million of them, that's a million bucks. How hard can that be? Well, let me tell you, it's bloody near impossible to get out to a million people to get them to give you a dollar each. But so he started thinking about this and he came up with a list of a whole bunch of ideas. Then he enrolled in business school. But when he enrolled in business school, he started to worry about, well, what if I finish business school and I haven't had an idea that's successful? I'm going to be up for all those loans, all the student loans. So instead of coming out and making a million dollars, I'm going to spend my life paying back loans. So he thought, to hell with that. So one night, he brainstormed cheap things that he could sell a million of. He was thinking about one every five minutes he was coming up with a new one. It's pretty hard to do that. So then came the once-in-a-lifetime idea. He'd start a web page that had a million pixels and he'd sell them for a dollar each. How hard can that be? Hmm. Well, you know, you've got to find a million people or that buy one pixel or you've got to find 100,000 people that buy 10. I mean, it's still a pretty big ask. But two days and $50 in domain fees later, the million-dollar homepage was born. The concept was extraordinarily simple. For a minimum of 100 bucks, you could buy a 100-pixel block, which is a 10 by 10 grid, and display an image or logo of your choosing with a hyperlink. The only guideline he had was it couldn't be porn. So two weeks in, Chu hustled his friends and family members to purchase 4.7K pixels, and he used that money to hire a PR, PR agency to draft a press release. Sent the press release out, and the BBC and The Guardian in England picked it up. So he got a stack of publicity. On that first day when all the publicity hit, he made three grand. He thought, and this is a quote, holy crap, I just made $3,000 out of thin air. This is unbelievable. i got to keep going with this. So he kept it up one month later. He'd raked in $250,000. And he was getting 65,000 hits per day on the website. By the end of October, he'd made $500,000. Come New Year's Eve, 999,000 pixels had been sold. And he auctioned off the last 1,000 pixels on eBay. MillionDollarWeightLoss.com, which is a company, bid $38,000 for that last 1,000 pixels. And that brought his total income from this page 
to 1.04 million. And he'd done nothing. He hadn't created anything. So in four months, he went from living at home with his parents to being a millionaire. It was a quick, get-rich-quick scheme that actually worked. So Tew dropped out of college and after one semester, and he moved to London. So between 2006 and 2010, he launched a series of of adventures that he attempted to recreate the million-dollar homepage. But unable to replicate that, he moved to San Francisco and joined a friend's incubator. He was still living off the money he made from the first idea. So he built another site. Do nothing for two minutes.com. It was a two minute timer that would restart if you moved your cursor. So you click into the app and nothing happens for two minutes. <laughs> and at the end of the two minutes, the timer would go off and it would restart. So that didn't go that well. So in 2012, he launched Calm, which is a 10-minute guided meditation. It was free with the option to purchase premium access to things like Sleep Stories, where he read your stories, and masterclasses on wellness topics for 60 bucks a go. The first year, the app netted 100 grand. Two years after launch, it netted $2 million. Three years after launch, it netted $7 million. And then in 2017, believe it or not, it was Apple's app of the year. And it took in $37 million. That's pretty good for coming up with nothing, isn't it? So what began as an unabashed drive for money and attention segued into a search for clarity, and he's really made a whole heap of money, a bunch of it. I love that story. If, it, if only it was so easy, you know, and then you get all these people who come up with really difficult stuff, and it goes broke in five minutes. You know, 99% of cryptos, ICOs, and just regular entrepreneurial ventures fail, 98%. And this guy comes up with the world's simplest idea and makes a lot of money. Now, if you really want to make money, you should get into cryptocurrency. You know, that's where all the fortunes are being made. There's is millions of crypto millionaires. Now, you're hearing this first. It's only just been announced today. The West Coast's largest cryptocurrency and blockchain event, the Crypto Invest Summit, is coming back to the Los Angeles Convention Center on October 22nd to the 24th in Los Angeles, California. This is a repeat of the one, well, not a repeat, but it's the refreshed version of the one that was on a few months ago that's sold out with 4,500 people. And the summit's going to feature a robust agenda spanning a variety 
of cryptocurrency-related themes, including investment analysis, marketing strategies, trends, insights from industry experts. And the best part, right now, early bird discounted tickets are available for $199 and team rate tickets at $99 for a very limited time. And with the last crypto summit, it was on a month and a half ago or so, the tickets were about $1,000. So they're going to get five times more expensive in the very near future. So go on to crypto, C-R-Y-P-T-O, invest summit, crypto invest summit.io and get your tickets at 199 bucks. That is a bargain. Now, after the Crypto Invest Summit a month or so ago sold out, they decided to expand the summit and it'll more than double the size of the show this year, this quarter, to over 60,000 square feet of expo presentations, breakout rooms and meeting space. Now, companies that are launching initial coin offerings, which are ICOs, and token crowd sales, will present their investment opportunity to the investors and the general public in a pitch session. It was fantastic. It was, it was as a result of the pitch session that um, I bought Ulala. I heard the pitch, thought it was fantastic, and bought it. It's going to be a great investment. So the way to find out about these things is go and listen to the people who are launching the ICOs, listen to their pitch. And the summit's going to bring out the biggest investors and entrepreneurs in the crypto space, and it's got every top speaker, the Tim Drapers, the Crystal Roses, and over 120 more speakers and presenters. And I understand that we will have tickets to the summit to give away on the Bob Pritchard radio show closer to the event. But if you want to make a sound investment for your future, you should get your tickets now while they're 199 bucks. That really is phenomenally cheap. And if it's like the last time and you wait for the radio show to give them away, you're competing with a huge number of other people to get them. So go on to, I've just got to look up the address again. It's crypto, C-R-Y-P-T-O, invest investsummit.io so um, go on now 199 bucks remember if you're not living on the edge you're taking up too much space it's easier and much more rewarding to do the impossible than it is to do the ordinary and if you're always trying to be normal I really feel sorry for you because you're never going to know how amazing it can be to be bloody different. You don't want to be like everybody else. Everybody else is boring. I hope you can join me again next Tuesday. Well, I'll be back broadcasting from a studio on Hollywood Boulevard in Los Angeles, California, where technology meets entertainment. Memorial Day, go away somewhere special and come back on the Tuesday refreshed, ready to listen to the show. So continue to be successful because the alternative to success really sucks. This is Bob Pritchard. You've been listening to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show. Please join us again next Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. 
Until then, enjoy another week of success in your business and your life.